Hi, everyone. It's Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com and PickDogs.com. It is Saturday, November 7th, 2020. It's my favorite day of the week during my favorite time of the year. It is college football Saturday. Got Pac-12 kicking off today, at least some games. And, of course, we've got a good crew with us today to go over the entire card. Brian Bittler, Chris Ruffalo, Rod Zawacki. And for the first time on this show, Ron Romanelli, one of the young guns in the industry. I think you guys are going to really like him. Anyways, we got uh, a pretty solid card of college football today and a lot of a lot of action out there. So, um, you know, I think that this is the most action we've seen out there on the board as far as, you know, bets being made, money being laid down. So that always makes for a fun betting Saturday. We are all over that stuff, and we'll tell you what we're seeing as far as, um, you know, what the betting action is going as we go through all this stuff. Everyone here has their own kind of style. Everyone has their own way of doing it. So uh, you're going to get five different uh, opinions on, on these games. The thing that you have to remember while we're giving picks on every single game on the board, doesn't mean we love every single game on the board and that we love every single one of these picks. It doesn't mean that we're betting every one of these picks. Our best bets always are the ones in the premium area. And no one knows the premium area and likes to talk about it more than our crew that we'll bring in right now. And uh, here we go. We got uh, Brian Bittler, speaking of talking about his premium picks. Got Chris Ruffalo. Got Ron Romanelli, Rod Zawacki. Brian, it looks like a little puck dog sandwich down there, right? With the uh, Ron in between the uh, Chris and Rod. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be an Oreo <laughs> stuffing between the two. Uh, kind of, I don't know. I don't know, man. Call me crazy. That's a puck dog sandwich. <laughs> Brian, number one college handicapper. <laughs> what What do you got going on today? What don't I got going on today? It's hard to cont- – I try to keep myself to five plays, but today was just impossible. Impossible uh, for all, me. I, I, impossible over, I went over my limit, too. I went over my limit. So what I did was I got an early pack that you can get for uh, – yeah, my early pack for 50 bucks, my late pack for 50 bucks, or all six plays for 80, or – if you're on a long-term plan, three days, seven days, 30 days, you get a bonus pick in there. I have seven total plays a day. Number one, 61% on the season. Check it out. Crazy bastard. Chris, looks like you are on the road here. Um, what's the good word? I, I didn't think you said impossible. I thought you said impossible. I got hungry for some spaghetti or something, but... Uh... You know what? I, I got my uh, my college football lunch rush, the five pack. We hit hit it last weekend. I think we're gonna hit it again today. I like the, those plays as well. I got the uh, the snack pack in the middle of the day, the three pack. We had to replace the Utah game, but we did that as well. And I got my dinner rush five pack uh, for the later games tonight. Or I got everything as part of my stack Saturday package, forty nine ninety five over the website. Or like we said, hop on one of those longer term packages. You'll get complete coverage for the weekend and. Even the longer ones are going to head into next week. So let's make some money today. Sounds sounds exciting. This is, sounds really, uh, really exciting. Mm. Anyways, uh, Ron, what do you got? Well, it's a great day for college football. And uh, today we have the college football Saturday 7 special I'm running. You get my uh, seven best plays of the day for only twenty nine ninety five. It's about $4 a pick. You can't beat that. Uh, four and one last week on Halloween. We're uh, trying to build on that and bring you some winners. So why don't you grab the package there? 
Yeah, for those of you not familiar with Ron, he's he's probably the youngest gun in the industry. Um, he's probably the youngest guy out there doing sports handicapping. He's the future of our industry, I got to say, man. One of those people that makes me feel even dumber than usual. So, uh, <laughs> you guys, it's like, uh, you know. We, Ron's been writing for us for how long have you been writing for us at Sports at uh, Sports Chat and Pick Dogs? About a Next year. Next month will be a year. About a yep. year with us, and um, you know he's like he's knocked it out of the park. So you know we added him as a premium handicapper when we did the multi capper site. Kind of got in the way of some of his outside things, but now he's focused, he's dialed in, and he's ready to go. And uh, you know he was kicking ass and taking names before he he had to stop doing it. You know on the premium basis, and now. Um, he jumped right. He kind of picked up right back where he left off. Four and one last Saturday. Yep, four and one last Saturday. Four and one last Saturday in college football. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, this this. You know, I always tell people I'm not going to be sitting here at 70 years old doing the YouTube videos. You can see, you know, the two guys down there in the in the, in the bottom corner. You know, those those are the guys that are going to more than likely be the the ones that you'll be watching. You know, for for many many years to come. But uh, Rod, looks like you uh, lost your hair for your birthday. I did. Yeah, it was getting, uh, it was starting to get in the way and drive me absolutely bonkers. So uh, I took the old razor and uh, got rid of it. It's driving me nuts. So uh, today I got the Super Saturday pack. Uh, I got five my five best bets there. I got two in the morning, three in the afternoon, uh, all in one package. Grab it up. Off of five winning days in a row. We're going to make it six. As we said yesterday, Ann doesn't do the Saturday show. She has a schedule conflict, so we respect that, you know, and we it's like people have a life. She, I think she does a pretty good job coming on the show. <laughs> you know, she's doing half times with me for the primetime games and everything, so tough to, uh, tough to, you know, force her. And, of course, she has her premium picks available today at uh, pickdogs.com and sportschefplace.com. I got a, I got, um, I got eleven picks today, which is way outside of my comfort zone. Yeah, I got. I usually do three early, three afternoon, three late. But those afternoon games, I just really like that afternoon schedule, and I really have to cut down to get there. I mean, there's yeah, some, the old Miss used to get fifteen sometimes. Well, there's some square ass plays there in the afternoon. I mean, some major squareage going on. You know, I mean, you gotta say, Brian. Those afternoon, those three thirty games is the square fest, right? I, mean, I think uh, I think the sharps are going to clear up, clean up today. Yeah, I think. And also, I, on a side note, it's usually odd to see USC playing at twelve o'clock. It's a, I th- I think this is one of those one of those days where uh, they remodel the Bellagio. I, I think this is going to be one of those days. Um, so, you know, hold on tight, and uh, you know, don't don't overdo it, and. Um, you know, there's going to be some bounces that don't go your way. We saw last night in that Miami-NC State game. I mean, when the officials want to keep the game tight and they don't want you to change off of the ESPN family of networks, man, to change to switch over to Fox to watch the other game, you'll see exactly to what lengths they are willing to go to do that. Um, I, 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 I knew we were going to see a barn burner, and I had the over in my premium picks, but um, I never expected to see a fl- that many flags. I don't know what the final penalty numbers were on Miami, but there was a bunch that were declined as well, that were ridiculous penalties. I mean, some of those penalties, I mean, they just, 
They weren't. They didn't. There's. They didn't exist. You know. It's like I thought their defense though was better than what showed up. I couldn't believe that they gave up so many points. Yeah. Well, crazy. when you get when you give teams seven downs instead of three to to convert, I mean, you know, these are Division One college football players at an ACC school. They're, it's not like you know, it, they're not playing Arkansas State or something. You know, they're, this is Division One college athletes at an ACC program. There's, they're going to have, you know, guys that can run. We knew that, you know, going in. It was, the over was, you know, that was my premium play was the over. You gave out under on the show. I, just, I had to double take you. I couldn't. Well, you know. I'm terrible in totals. Well, we I know ex- that. We know that, Brian. I expected a bigger, better performance from Miami. Number one, number one college football handicapper. Yeah, I know, number I 27 in totals. I never do a total in my premium area. Never. Well, so. I do. I did last night at the over in the Miami NC State game. It was, <laughs> it was, it was within a touchdown by the half. Anyways, speaking of, <laughs> spe- well, yeah, that was the that was that was that was my uh, my little halftime uh, freebie off the off the drive through. I first half over thirty uh, was almost in the first quarter. <laughs> well, we got a lot of games to talk about today, so we're gonna start moving right along. We, we're can't, gonna... we can't cry about yesterday, too. No, though. no. Today, <laughs> today is. A, I, we don't look back. We only look forward. You know, we only look forward. I'm just saying that the officiating and and the way and the way it was just. You know, you got to be super careful out there, and you know, if it looks uh, too good to be true, it probably is. You know, tomorrow looks like another square fest, another uh, another one too. I mean, tomorrow's tomorrow tomorrow's just tomorrow. They took it to a whole new level. You know, it's like it's like I, I you see. I, well, we'll talk about it tomorrow. We got USC and Arizona State kicking the day off, which is like Brian said, this is a nine a.m. start out in L.A. Um, I'm going to guess there are no fans in the stands at the at the Coliseum. So this could be the biggest stadium. This in Jerry World, right? The biggest stadium with the least amount of fans. I mean, type situation setting up. I mean, you could certainly do social distancing at a stadium that size. And we've seen some lame years at USC where they've done some major social distancing in that in that stadium. But uh, Brian, Pac-12 kicks it off with a noon Eastern time start. What do you think? Uh, for me, I'm leaning towards USC in this uh, first game. I think they want to get, unlike on previous years, usually USC starts a little bit slow. I think they come out fast, and I think uh, I think by halftime you see USC up about 14-3, and then they pull away later on. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I was on USC in our video, but over, over the course of the week, I started to shift towards Arizona State. I just think they're well coached and Jaden Daniels was good in his uh his freshman year and you know I think uh I think such an early kickoff both teams are going to come out a little bit slow but I think Arizona State's going to be able to keep it close Ron Romanelli well I was looking at this game uh I almost put it in the premium area but uh I like USC to win this game by two touchdowns I I just think Slovis is a really nice quarterback in the Pac-12. I think they start out a little slow, like you said, and that's why it wasn't a premium play. But, uh, yeah, I, I like USC here. Rod? Uh, I like Arizona State here. Give me Arizona State plus the 10 and a half points. Uh, I think Jaden Daniels after last year, uh, uh, I think he comes in here and has a big year. Uh, I think this is too many points. 
Uh, I think USC might win this, but not by that many. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think for me in this one, I got to go with Arizona State as well. I think that Herm Edwards certainly a great motivator. I don't like the. I don't like. I'm not betting this game. That's for sure. I'm. I'm kind of staying away from these Pac-12 games today. I like. You know, there's there's enough games on the card that we've seen. You know what's going on with some of these other teams, to uh, to be able to avoid these Pac-12 games. And I, it's not. I don't think it's as clear cut as as the Big Ten games were in, in their first week or the Mountain West even. I think these 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 Pac-12 games are some of the. You know. Who the hell knows with these teams? Anyway, speaking about who the hell knows, Iowa's 0-2 on the season, and uh, Michigan State 1-1. One one. You lose to Rutgers, you beat Michigan. I don't know, man. This is why it's college football, right? You lose at home, you win on the road. It's, uh, who, uh, I mean, this is, this is the world we're living in. This is uh, 2020, right? So, Brian, Iowa minus 5 against Michigan State. Normally, I'd probably look to fade Michigan State coming off a big in-state rival uh, win like they had against Michigan. But here, I just Iowa just doesn't look right to me. And I think it's a field goal game. So I'm going to take the points from Michigan State. Ruffalo. Yeah, I like I liked Michigan State a lot better at 7.5. I still like them at 5, but the lead, I think it's a 3-4 point game as well. Uh, I like Michigan State. Ron. I'm going to take the over here. Um, Michigan State defense has struggled a bit this season, gave up 38 to Rutgers. Uh, Iowa's offense hasn't looked great this season, but I think they break out. Michigan State should put up some points too, so I'll take the over, 46 and a half. How about you, Rod? Uh, I'm going to take Michigan State. Iowa's got some uh, issues in their locker room with chemistry and people fighting, and and, and they're just not all on the same page. So uh, you figure this would be a big letdown spot for Michigan State? I don't think so. Give me Michigan State plus the five. I'm going to go against Ron Romanelli here. I'm going to take the under. I just think that, you know, both these teams love to shoot themselves in the foot. Iowa traditionally slow starters in their games, and Michigan State, who the hell knows what you're going to get, man. It's like I haven't seen a Michigan State quarterback that, you know, that can play. I mean, Cousins might be okay, but, I mean, in general, this is a team that's defense first, and I think that's what they need to establish in this one. Speaking about established, we got Texas and West Virginia. The Horns five and a half point favorites here against uh, against West Virginia, who kind of flying under the radar this season, but playing some pretty solid football at four and two. Both these teams four and two. Brian, I definitely think West Virginia is still flying under the radar here, and uh, I've seen this total move down a couple points with people slamming on the over. To me, West Virginia one of the better defenses. In the Big 12, so and this is an important game for me. It's going to be a, a lean to the under. Chris, yeah, I'm on. Uh, I'm on West Virginia here. I, I'm. I'm putting a little bit on the on the money line as well. I just think that Texas is going to continue to struggle against that that solid defense. They can't keep points off the board either. So uh, I like West Virginia. Person who never played football does worse in bets. Just saying, I strongly disagree with you. <laughs> I I adamantly dis- I played football in, in high school and all that other stuff, but I strongly disagree with that statement. Um, you ever hear of a guy named Mike Leach? Look at his resume. Okay, 
Look at his resume. He went to like some kind of small, tiny little school. He didn't play football. He like never even watched football. He was not even a fan of the game. Right? Just he was some kind of like he was like some guy in the science lab or something. It's like that that is the dumbest statement I've ever heard. It's uh, I hear this one all the time too. Well, I used to play baseball, so I really no, you don't. You would know less. You would know less than someone that that actually handicaps the games. You ever see the guys pick on TV that are with the, are the ex-jocks? They stink. Yeah, the guy, those guys are good at announcing games. Right, they're good at announcing games, but they're lousy at picking. Who, who, who's a better picker, like on ESPN? The Bear or the other guys, right? The Bear. And it's like, and I don't say that he's great pick or anything like that. He's not bad. I, 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 actually, I know him from years and years ago before he was the Bear. I know him when it was ESPN Kane. He went to Miami. Oh, cool. So he used to be in our chat room, in our old chat room back in the 90s. He used to be called ESPN Kane. That's his thing. I was Miami Mitch. Anyways, speaking of Ruffalo, what do you like here? Uh, I like West Virginia. Well, that's pretty in-depth analysis. He, he, he gave it in-depth. Yeah, I, I, I gave about I, it. He said it, but why he liked it. Oh, all right. I glossed. I, I wasn't paying attention. Ron, <laughs> give, give us something we can remember. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not a big fan of this game. I'd stay away from this one. But if I had to pick, I'd take Texas and uh, close my eyes. Obviously, the defense is not good at all. But I think Ellinger wants some revenge. West Virginia hasn't played uh, too well on the road this season, obviously. So I'll take West uh, Texas and lay the five. Radzwacki. Uh, this is one of the plays I gave out on the on the drive through, uh, and I still like it. Give me give me West Virginia. Um, this Texas team, if you look at all their games, they try to win these games in a shootout, um, and that usually just doesn't. It, it, that's not going to happen here with this West Virginia D. They're going to slow Texas down. Um, give me West Virginia, and I also like the under fifty five and a half. I'm going to go with the under as well. I agree with Rod. Uh, I. You know, I have, there's a comment here, um, you know, waiting for Jeter's picks. We just don't have enough time on this show for Jeter's picks. G- if Jeter wants to do videos with me, he knows how to get in touch with me, and we can put those videos out there. We could do it the night before or something like that. We just don't have enough time. We, we don't make kickoff with, with this show as it is. Um, so slipping in NASCAR picks just isn't working on this, but, you know, we'll get Jeter back on here at some point. And um, also, you can get Jeter's write-ups. You know, every day at pickdogs.com. He writes up all the races. He does like an extensive write up there. So uh, yep. I don't understand the, the comment. So it's, how many? Plus they, get, they can get his premium picks. P I C K D A W G Z dot C O M. So it'd be uh, 17 keystrokes. We'll get you right there. You get Jeter's NASCAR picks. Is it 12 keystrokes? I don't know. Ron, I don't have any keystrokes. Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Ruffalo, you've been replaced as our statistician. God <laughs> oh, damn it! Congratulations okay. on your uh, position as drive-through host, um, <laughs> co-host. I just got future endeavored. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> I need a three pick. Someone <laughs> give me a three pick. And I need a ten-game parlay. Help me. And is a real capper. 
Liberty lose big today, minus 17 for a reason. Mitch will never retire. His ego won't let him. Oh, Mitch, believe me, Mitch will retire. Trust me on that one. Mitch I don't will. know. Not that your ego is big, but I can see you still with us at like. Oh, yeah, but it, I, my, my, uh, I, 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 you know, I have a vision, you know, and it's not me doing YouTube videos at 70 years old. You know, no. I have I have a bit. It's, it's like no one's going to have to wonder if I died seven years ago and you guys just prop me up like some of the other guys out there. Because they're betting Smoke. the number. They're betting the number. <laughs> it's like they just have that like on a, on a thing. It's like weekend of Bernie's, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That's what I was thinking as soon as he said that. Just prop me up. <laughs> like, Listen, we we'll prop you up if we have to. <laughs> Michigan against Indiana. This one, the two worst head coaches in college football in my book. Um, Brian? Uh, for me, I think it's a must-win game for both teams here. And, uh, you know, I like the way Indiana's played the first two games of the season. Uh, I think this game goes under. I think it's a classic Big Ten game. Uh, slow moving, 6-3, to 9-3 to three at halftime. Look for it to go under. Chris, I'm, I'm on Michigan here, and we talked about it in our in our videos earlier in the week. This is probably the, the spot where Jim Harbaugh kicks the crap out of the other team instead of the big games where he tends to choke. So, uh, I like I like Michigan here. Ron, who's a bigger dickhead, Tom Allen or Jim Harbaugh? What do you think? <laughs> uh, we'll go Harbaugh. All right, for sure. Who do you like in this one? Um, I'll take Michigan on the road. I think. Uh, a little statement win for Michigan would be uh, nice for Harbaugh, so I'll lay the three and a half. Rod, you agree with Ron on who's the bigger dickhead, Tom Allen or Harbaugh? Because I think Tom Allen is the bigger dickhead, personally. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but Harbaugh's just a nose picker, so yeah, I think you got to go with Allen here as, as the bigger dick. All right. Hey, you went for that win against Penn State, I mean. Uh it didn't matter. I mean, it, even if if you've if you don't think Tom Allen's the, the, here's who, so who do you like here, Rod? You froze up. He's frozen. We'll come back to him. But um, the reason, the thing about Jim Harbaugh is he's got this big ego, and then he just goes out there and gets run over on the in the game. It doesn't come down to a coaching decision. He's already been decisioned right in the game. But with Allen, it always comes down to this coaching decision that he just inexplicably, you know, makes these decisions that will, you know, a three-and-a-half-point spread against Michigan, they'll be losing. They'll, they'll be downed by, by five with, like, ten minutes left to go. And they'll be, like, you know, fourth and seven. And they'll, they, they'll go for it. And then in other situations, they'll be fourth and one with, like, two minutes left down by five, and they kick the field goal. It's like... It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever, and it's always keeps you outside of the number. Always, man. Michigan's a stone-cold lock here for my free picks. Rod, who do you like? I like Michigan here, Michigan here as well. Uh, you, you look at this; these two head-to-head over the years, and it's been oh, nothing it's, but the beat talent, down after beatdown. The talent disparity beat between these two teams is just it's not even it's not even in the same neighborhood. Michigan is going to lose to the good teams, and they're going to lose bad. And they're going to lose to the, the meaningful games. 
for, for Michigan fans. Michigan State, they're going to lose Ohio State. They're going to lose the meaningful games. The games like this, this is where they, it's like, you know, like the Minnesota game, 65 to 30, you know, or something, right? It's like this is, we've seen it a million times. The king of the meaningless game, Jim Harbaugh. Speaking about meaningful games, how about that beehive boot the other night, huh? You see those uh, Rams just, like, ran right over, grabbed the boot. They acted like they won the Super Bowl, man. I said to my wife, I was like, there's like 15 seconds left to go in the game. I'm like, I put it on the big screen. I'm like, you got to see this. (laughs) I'm like, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I was like, you got to see this. Anyways, ECU and and Tulane in the uh, feature, feature game of the early games. Brian, we know you're a big ECU guy. You've backed them uh, a ton here, all the, to the tune of their three and two record against the spread, which is super impressive. You wouldn't think that uh, they would they would be at that number. I'm seeing a lot of action going in on the over, and we're just not seeing it really budge too much. I know it's not a heavily bet game when you got all these other options out here, but. Uh, I just don't see it getting over 64 total points. I know Tulane's defense has been pretty hard. It's down hard to 63. Too, yeah, for me, it's just too easy to take the over, so I'm going to go 50 bucks on the under. Chris? Yeah, I, I think it is too easy. That's why I am going to take the over. I just think it's – and you got two teams that, that don't really play defense, and this is like that Miami game last night. This, this one could be near the total by halftime, so I'll take the over. Ron? Yeah, I'm going to agree with Chris on this one. Uh, it does seem too easy and too good to be true. But like he said, no defense is played between these two teams, and I, I think we get the over pretty easily. How about you, Rod? And for me, uh, uh, give me give me the home dog here. Give me East Carolina. Uh, they've been looking not too bad the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think they hang here. I might even uh, give me East Carolina. I'll take ECU as well. I I I can't stand Tulane. Can't stand them. I just it's personal. I'm not betting the game. It's just a personal statement. I don't like Tulane. I wrote I this care. one down. I was like, I gotta go back and bet this one. Yeah, I, I can't stand Tulane. <laughs> can't stand them. I mean, how in the hell do you blow that lead against Navy? I'm not. I'm not ready to forgive you. You know. <laughs> the hell was that, man? I like that one. I had Navy. So. Oh. Sorry. It's okay. We can go over some of your other great picks. Not nah, well. Uh, <laughs> Auburn, uh, Georgia over Auburn. Was that one? I forget. Who the hell were they playing that week? I don't know. Yeah. Georgia. Texas A&M laying the points against Arkansas last week. That's for sure. Um, let's see what we got. You talked me off of that one, so I escaped that loss. Georgia State minus 18 and a half against Louisiana Monroe. You want to speak, you want to talk about, you know, Tulane ULM would probably be one of the crappier games ever. Or Middle Tennessee ULM. Uh, but we got ULM 0-7, 0-3 on the road, 2-5 and against the number. 18 and a half points against the Panthers. Boy, if there's a game that I'm going to skip early, this is the one. Definitely have no money invested in this one. But if I had to pick something, I'd probably lean slightly to the under. I just don't see him getting up that high and point totals for either team. Chris? Yeah, I think this is a bounce back spot for Georgia State. I'll let Rod, you know, define ULM. But uh, 
yeah, I, I, uh, I'll take Georgia State in this one. Ron? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take Georgia State here. Uh, ULM just been uh, abysmal this season. Covered against Appalachian State, but I, Georgia State's going to bounce back here. I, I, I'm going to take Georgia State. Yeah, I agree. Give me Georgia State. Uh, we're going to be one lopsided game here. Um, I also like the under 59 and a half. Because uh, ULM is definitely not going to do their part. Um, ULM, you lose money. Georgia State. Line looks a little tricky here. I mean, you see it dropping a little bit with people betting on Georgia State. I mean, it's like a point and a half difference. I don't show that. It's okay. I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's not a good game. No, no. no. There's, there's too much value out there to be. Who are the announcers on this one? We should, we should find out who the announcer who 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 got this gig. Poor <laughs> 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 He's calling this one. Romanelli, get down there. <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. I'm gonna take Georgia State, but I'm not. I'm not putting one cent of my hard-earned money on that game. There are about a million other places I'd like to be. Duke plus eleven and a half against North Carolina. Brian, uh, too bad it's not college hoops yet. Yeah, this would be an awesome game in college basketball, and uh, this is a game where I'm probably gonna go square. I know North Carolina. Uh, I just don't see any reason not to take the Tar Heels here. I think they uh, take it to Duke pretty handily. What about that 0-3 against the spread number on the road for the Heels? Well, you know, there's always a one. There's always a first. and It's not a game that I'm betting, or I don't have any premiums on it, but I just, North Carolina is just, they need to win and do it uh, decisively, unlike Miami yesterday. How about you, Chris Ruffalo? Yeah, this, this is another one I'm not going near, but... That 0-3 against the spread on the road does uh, scare me a little bit for UNC, especially in a rivalry game. I'll take a shot with Duke. Ron Romanelli. Uh, I'm going to take a lean on the under here. Uh, don't see Duke scoring too many here. Uh, North Carolina should bounce back. But overall, I'll take the under. Rod? I'll take UNC. Oh, I do not like Duke at all. But on 0 and 3, we'll finally get to uh, 1 when they cover the number. I'm on, I'm on Duke in this one. UNC is a hot mess, man. This is the most overrated crap team in, in the entire country. I mean, they got, I mean, the Florida State game, you think they got lit up in that one? Where do you see this? You know, they're going to get lit up. I mean, way better coach, right, that they're up against in this one. They're going to get lit. ULL against Arkansas State. This is one that I had on my premium list, and I had to take it off because I didn't have room for it. But, man, I'll, tell, I'll give my pick first. I love ULL in this game. I love, love, love them. And they, they just bear you – know, I already had 11 premium picks, and this was – I could have I probably had 20, 21. And this was one that, I mean, I love, love, love. U-L-L. Brian? Is, is, that, is that what the L-L stands for? Love, love? In U-L-L? Well, get, we could probably uh, make you uh, make your live picks exclusive to the drive-thru. 
Wow. Okay. That was just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> exclusively yeah, on the drive-thru. <laughs> For me, there's just too much action on uh, Louisiana Lafayette here. Uh, I think if you can get it, if you got in under the 14 total at minus 13, 13 and a half, you're good. Uh, for me in this game, I'm going to go under. I think the good betters got in on the over here when it was five points less, four points less. But here, there's just no value in the over. So I'm going to lean to the under for a small play. Have you seen Arkansas State's defense? Chris? <laughs> <laughs> the Arkansas defense is a sieve. I, I mean, who's worse at defense, Arkansas State or Western Kentucky? I mean, or Louisville. I mean, these are like, Louisville. I mean, oh, God, man. Or Louisiana Monroe. Oh, well, Monroe at least uh, tries. Uh, Monroe just doesn't have the personnel. Yeah. At least they try, man. Like, Webster is pretty good on, on Monroe. But, like, some of these other, t- I mean, these guys, it's, it's the Matador. They don't even, like, it's like the guy that doesn't run out the ball to first base. You know, like the run to first base on the ground ball. That's 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 these guys on defense. Give me the over here. I, I had it forty-eight twenty-seven uh, ULL, so I like the over. Ron, I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna agree with Brian here. Uh, Sixty-eight's a steep total there. I know Arkansas State's defense is miserable, but I like ULL to win and flex a little bit on defense. So I'll take the under. How about you, Rod? Uh, I'll take ULL. Um, that Arkansas State D is, uh, they're at, giving up 40, 40.3 points a game. That, that's just atrocious. And the last two games, their offense has scored 17 points and 17 points. Uh, Raging Cajuns, you know, blowout. Yeah, I like the blowout in this one as well. Temple against SMU. I don't know. It's kind of like if we were skipping games on the show, this would be one that we would skip, but I think we're missing an opportunity here. Um, Ryan, this looks like a real yeah. gem. Yeah, I think you got a big-time opportunity on this spread here, but as far as the total goes, this is one that I'm going to back the over. I think Temple puts up enough points here in SMU. You know, they're a scoring machine at times, so I think it cruises over the 63-and-a-half. Do you think SMU is in that overrated North Carolina territory? Like, where it's, like, so overrated, man. It's like... I'd like to see North Carolina-Miami matchup, personally. But SMU, uh, I guess they're slightly overrated. Well, Miami plays North Carolina, so you're, you're going to get to see it. I'm going to look forward to that one. Well, Miami's 6-1, six and, six and, one, and their one loss is at Clemson with Trevor Lawrence at night, you know, so, I, I mean, in all fairness, you know, in all fairness, that's fine. But in all fairness, you know, when you're talking about like overrated and all that other stuff, North Carolina went into Tallahassee and got shellacked by Florida state, a team that Miami beat by 50. So, I mean, they had NC state on deck. Miami is six and one. They have one loss. And if there's a forgivable loss that any team could take, it's at night at Clemson with Clemson with 100% of their players. Trevor Lawrence was there at the end, and they all had big day, right? But, I mean, there, if there's an excusable loss, you lose at the number one team in the country, a team that's played for the national championship, what, for the last five years, you know? Um, you have one loss. And, and at the yeah. end of the day, you know, 
It's wins and losses. North Carolina, we're not talking about their we're not talking about their 0 and 3 road against the spread record. We're talking about a team that's 4 and 2. They haven't even played Clemson. They lost to Florida State. And who else did they who else did they get their ass kicked by? I mean Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. I mean Miami beat Virginia too. I mean it's like they beat them, so they and they beat them, right? That's how you got there. They they, they beat them. And, they, <laughs> and that's how, you know, and that's how uh you know, that's how Arkansas State beats, you know, Oklahoma, right? That's how it happens. <laughs> who was it? Who beat who beat Kansas State? Was it Arkansas, Arkansas State? State? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that's how Arkansas State beats Oklahoma, just like that. <laughs> Chris? Yeah, I, I liked SMU at, at 14. I'm not as keen on them at 17 and a half, but I'll still lay the points with SMU here. I, I think it's a, a three-touchdown game for SMU. <laughs> <laughs> Ron. <laughs> well, I'll take the over 62 and a half. SMU should put up 40 here and just need Temple to get to 25, 30. So I think they can. I'll take the over. Rod. I'll take Temple uh, plus a 17 and a half. Uh, SMU wins this game, but not by that many. That's a 10 point game. I'm taking Temple on the money line. I, SMU's a joke, man. And Temple, yeah, I think Mitch is right here. Yeah, I, Temple it is shock like. Me if Temple would win outright here. I wouldn't shock me at all. I think that I think it's it's highly likely is is what it is, and it's because Temple's not as it's like Temple's not as bad as that one and three record. They're not, nope, and SMU not. SMU is like they're so soft, man. They're just soft. They have some fast players. They have you know, this quarterback, whatever. Yeah, let's see how he does because Temple, this is what happens at home, right? We've seen this throughout the years at home with Temple. They have these guys, right? They change their uniform numbers to number one through nine, right? And then all of a sudden they have this one home game against a game where they're like 100-point underdogs, and those guys have their Temple career games, you know? And they win outright, and they win going away, and it's ugly, you know? And it's just like, whoa, how did I not see that coming a mile away? Because you didn't watch the show, that's why. Anyways, <laughs> Temple money line, Northwestern Nebraska. Um, we've got uh, Northwestern three and a half point favorites in this one. Northwestern undefeated. Nebraska last week their game was canceled against uh, against Wisconsin, but despite getting you know not covering against Ohio State. There were some calls that went against Nebraska in that game. And also, I thought they played pretty well. Ryan? Yeah, for me, it's uh, Nebraska plus the points here. I think you can't take much from getting beat down by Ohio State. Northwestern, fat and happy 2-0 and here. I think Nebraska will want it more. I'm going to take the points. I think it's a field goal game at best. So Northwestern traditionally plays in a lot of close games, and we saw one last week, 21-20. Yeah, I like Nebraska a lot as a free play. Yeah, I'm I'm on Northwestern here. I know they play a lot of close games, but I think this is a a six point game. I think Northwestern's defense is going to beat Nebraska into submission and take them uh, take it down late. So I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take Northwestern. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I like Northwestern here. Uh, I'm really big on this team. I, I think they've shown a lot of improvement since last year. I mean, last season they were miserable. Now 2-0, and nice road win over Iowa. Nebraska did do some good things in that Ohio State game. I think they moved the ball pretty well considering who they're playing against. But I'm going to take Northwestern and lay the three and a half. Chris, who'd you take? Northwestern. Rod? Uh, I'm going to take the over 53. Uh, I think we see enough points here today. Get over the 53. I'm going to go with the under. I think it's going to be one of those sloppy, sloppy Northwestern style games in Evanston in November. This was exactly what it's going to be. Uh, so someone is saying here that incorrect statement, Penn State coaches by four of the West. I strongly disagree, man. James Franklin won at Vandy. If you can win at Vandy, man, you can, you're can. you a good coach. It's not like he was given the keys to a stretch limousine like Jim Harbaugh. You know, it's like, I mean... <laughs> Franklin took over, you know, a Penn State program that was on the rebuild, on the rebuild as well. Um, he is, if you can win a Vandy, man, that's. Oh, uh, we got, we got the big, uh, we got the big Indiana fan. That always happens to me, man. So I learned my lesson on that about 25 years ago. I was in a bar. And I was talking to my friend, and I said, Clemson's not even a real college. It's just a football team. Guy turns around and he's like, I went to Clemson. <laughs> True story. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know anyone that went to Clemson. It's not a real college. It's a football team. It's like UCF, right? It's like Ron lives in Florida. You know anyone that goes to UCF? I mean, it's just a football team, right? It's like, that's not, even, that's not even a real school. A lot of people go there. It's like one of the biggest. I know, moments, I know. I know, but it's it's a football. I haven't met anybody. Right, but I don't know any of them. <laughs> it's like, I'm from Florida too, and I don't know anyone that, you know, that, you, know the kid, you think their kids would go there or something, right? It's like. It's like an online school, but everybody just meets up at like a field just to, to get a football team together. Dante Culpepper, right? Didn't he go to UCF? Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Dante Culpepper. They got like, some good running backs, man, coming out of there. Speaking of good running backs, my Daryl Henderson pick for Brian's fantasy team paying dividends, I'm sure. At this yeah, I have him on my fantasy team. Right, too. I picked him for you. Picked him for you, right? I also took him last year when he didn't do much for me. So yeah, I, I, picked, I, hold I, that picked, against you. I picked him for you, right? He's, he's Mitch guy, right? Guy. Anyways, Memphis 17-point favorites here against South Florida, which I actually do know people that went to this one. Maybe that's where Culpepper... No, did Culpepper go to South Florida? I don't know, man. South Florida... So South Florida is in... Orlando? Tampa. In Tampa, and Central Florida is in Orlando. Yeah. Anyways, Memphis it's, Memphis is hosting South Florida. Of course, uh, Memphis, they got lit up last week. Um, Try to bounce back here. This just doesn't look like the same Memphis team we've seen in the past, but South Florida is really bad. Man. They're just terrible. South Florida is really bad here, but you don't really see this line moving much off of 17. Uh, so for me, uh, I'm going to write this one down. I think um, it's going to be a small play on uh, Southern Florida. I just don't see them winning this by more than two touchdowns. On that one, in, on that, on that, on that 
on that three and three against the spread record, are they counting that Cincinnati game as as a win against the spread? Because they did not cover. It was a push. Anyways, Chris. Yeah, I'm I'm on Memphis here. I, I think this is a a rebound spot for Memphis. I think they win this one by at least twenty. Ron. I'll take a lean on the under. I think uh, Memphis's defense is better than what happened last week against Cincinnati. Um, I think they uh, come back, play a nice game at home, but I like the under, 66 and a half. And Rod. Uh, give me USF here, uh, plus a 17 and a half. They can uh, maybe get a backdoor here. I'm taking Memphis. This is, looks like a spot where uh, you take out some frustration. It's been a little bit of a frustrating season. Here's a game that I think is is interesting to a lot of people, and it's you know it's had some odd line movement, and the line itself is is weird to begin with. Virginia Tech, sixteen and a half point favorites now. This line went to seventeen. Um, it's down to sixteen and a half, is what I'm showing it at. Um, against a Liberty team that. Really, this is this is their day to to show up. This is their day. They're six and zero. They got a chance to make a statement and say we belong. You know, this is a chance for Liberty to, to make a claim and say, "Hey, man, maybe we belong. Maybe maybe we can, maybe you could throw us in the AAC or something. You know, maybe you could move us up to a, to a bigger, better conference than what we're in. Maybe we're not a BCS conference right away. You know, but how about like you know, how about an AAC or something? Um, this is a this is a huge opportunity game for Liberty. And it's kind of, for me, it's, uh, it's money line or VT. Brian, what do you think? Liberty is my favorite university. I love those guys. Uh, but as far as this game goes, I don't think they've played the athletes like Virginia Tech has, and I just don't think it's going to be pretty. Uh, I see the small betters back in Liberty and the bigger guys taking Virginia Tech here. Some aside with the bigger guys, lay the points. I think they win it easily. I see the same thing. You know, but I also I also think there's another angle here, Chris. Yeah, you know, I'm a little bit worried that Liberty's opposition this season is a combined four and twenty eight, but Yeah, because they played Liberty. Because they played No, I I know, I know, but I'm saying I think um I think uh, you know, this is this is the big game for Liberty and I think they were hoping that they'd have more of a competition from Syracuse when they had these big uh High-profile games, but uh, I think Virginia Tech might be their Super Bowl. So, yeah, I think uh, Liberty shows up here. Give me, give me Liberty in the points. Ron, um, I think the only way Virginia Tech's going to cover this spread is if it goes over. Liberty's offense has done a really nice job to see that, like Hugh Freeze's team. Uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, just like Liberty's game last week. And uh, I'll take the over. Right. Oh, this is this is the this is the game I waffled back and forth. It looks it just looks too good to be true. It looks so easy just to take liberty and be like, yeah, this could be game will be way closer. Um, but I'm gonna let Brian give me give me Virginia Tech here. Uh, keep their home their uh, they just play way better at home. I, I'm gonna take Virginia Tech here. And say somebody knows something with that line being that big. I uh, and they cover Virginia Tech. 
minus seven to sixteen and a half now. You know, the money's kind of evening out. You know, it's 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 it started with big on on Virginia Tech and that big inverse line movement, but it's starting to even out at, at this on the number. spread, not on the money line. Right. Well, the, the money, money line, line is seventeen, and it's seventeen points. I mean, the money line is plus twenty two hundred I mean, or something. You the know? money is about even, but the bets are significantly think, for Liberty. So I mean, not 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 as not as much as it was. I'm showing about sixty forty. Yeah, I got 60-42. 60-40. That's enough 60. for me to say it's a... But it's not, it's it's not like it's 80-20. I think it was, though. You know, it was. This game was 75-25. And the line has come down a half a point. Yeah, screw it, man. Liberty money line for me. Whatever. I think... I think this is their Super Bowl. I think Virginia Tech is a team that has been vulnerable under Fuente. And traditionally, traditionally, go back over the last 10 Virginia Tech seasons, they've lost this game. It hasn't always been Liberty. It's been Citadel. It's been, you know, whoever it was. They've lost this game the last 10 years. Whoever has been in this spot, they've lost this one every single time outright. Oh, my God. Can you believe Virginia Tech lost to Citadel? Again. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. I, I understand the line movement in this one. You know, that's why it's not a premium pick and all that other stuff. And it was uglier, the line movement earlier in the week. Yeah. But, and I, I see, you know, the money line. Yeah, of course. You know, because people put that, put that in their parlays. You know, all these brain surgeons out there. Hey, let's put a minus 2,800 <laughs> in my parlay, right? It's, it's my lock. It's a lock, man. I'd be very surprised if Liberty won this game outright, but we'll see. I hope they do. I would not. Now. I would not be surprised at all. I would not be surprised at all. I, I would be. I I wouldn't be at all. I, I, I'm just be. looking at the money that's on the money line, and it's I see fifty six percent of the the bets on Liberty money line, and forty four percent on Virginia Tech. So it's. Yeah, if you're going to play a crappy high G's money line, Virginia Tech would be the way to go, but. I see more people on Liberty money line than on Virginia Tech. Yeah, because the money line is minus, <laughs> you know. It's like because the, the money line, there's no value at minus 2,800. I mean, there is. Oh, I, I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, that's, it only makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes that, sometimes. Yeah, they're they, actually paying more now for Liberty money line bets. They opened up at 465, yeah. now it's 500, and you got. That's, I don't know, it's just a, they're paying more for people to bet. Hey, come bet the Liberty money line. I don't know. I will. And, and you know what, Brian? I will. I will. <laughs> How about that? It's like, they're back there like, well, we know we got Mitch's money on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Georgia Southern's taking on Troy. You don't get this one on the big networks talking about this gem. The men of Troy. I like that. Yeah. Sounds like something you'd like. Uh, this, line <laughs> is in, a... this line is inverted. Uh, Georgia Southern plus three and a half here. Yeah, it just seems to. I'm not betting this game, but it seems like they're begging you to take Georgia Southern, and I, I wouldn't fall for it here. If you got to bet the game. You got to go Troy. I think it's minus three and a half here. Uh, I think it's minus three and a half for a reason. So give me Troy. Chris? 
Yeah, I, I like how Troy looked last time out, and I think they're they're starting to pick up steam. So I'll I'll lay the points with Troy on the road here in a game they win by a touchdown. Run. Well, you know Georgia Southern runs the ball efficiently. I think that's going to take a lot of clock off, and I'll take the under fifty-two and a half. So here's the question: What's your guys' best bets for tonight? Go to pickdogs.com premium. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. It's, I, I guess we don't say it enough. And maybe I should put some, maybe I should get a maybe I should get a sign like this, you know, or this and this. <laughs> Our best bets are in the premium. And I'll just how about like one of those hand signs and I'll just spin it while you guys are talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need like a rolling thing at the bottom of the screen. It just says that as it's rolling around. All right, Ruffalo, you could stay. We'll get you we'll get you the sign. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy in the progressive commercial, the one that's flipping the thing around. Yeah. You notice my forearms are getting there. Ron, did you give your pick? Yeah, under. Under. Rod? All right. The world's on Georgia Southern here. We try. I'll be, I'll be with the world here, Georgia Southern, for me. I don't think the world's on Georgia Southern, is it? Let's see. Yes. Let's see. <laughs> See this one. It's hard to say the world because it's not a heavily bet well, game. I know. It's, it, I yeah, would say it's a lot. Nice. I would say the bulk of the betters are taking Georgia Southern. The counties on Georgia Southern. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like that early money, though, was. Um, it does, yeah. Like it came in early, like. Yeah, it was that early money that was on Georgia Southern. That's a key line, though, at three and a half. So I really don't want you on Troy. I'm taking Georgia Southern. I don't care. I've seen Troy play this stink. Um, you want to lay three and a half points with that team? Be my guest. I want to write that. Syracuse plus 14 and a half against Boston College. Um, I don't even... Does this go to the ACC auxiliary? Is that how something like this works? <laughs> it's on the Fox Sports Network, actually. Is it? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I have it on my phone. Matt Saris said that? Oh. That's what it says on my scores app. All right. Who do you like? John Syracuse is putrid. Uh, they got beat down by Wake Forest at home, but... Uh, I had to bet the game, and I'm getting 14 and a half. I go with Syracuse here. Too many points on the road, Boston College. Chris? I think Boston College barely covers this. I think it's 38-21, so I'll go, I'll go Boston College. Ron? Yeah, I'm going to take Boston College here. Uh, just an off-year, rebuilding year for Syracuse. They haven't really showed much. Um, Boston College obviously competed in that game last week against Clemson, but... No Lawrence, but still, I, I think Boston College gets the job done with a three-touchdown win here. Right. Yeah, Boston College. Uh, I think they win by three touchdowns as well. I love this one. That's for sure. I guess I'll go with BC just to just just to be part of the club. I, I don't know, man. I really don't. <laughs> oh, like come that. on, just join the dark side with me, Mitch. I can see Syracuse. They could win out, right? I could know. see it happening. I mean, Boston College is Boston College. Didn't didn't they struggle with Texas State? It's like 
If you start, uh, you know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going to go Syracuse with Brian. What the hell? There you go. See? It can happen. Me and Mitch agree. It, it didn't take much. It didn't take much. I, <laughs> I got no push from the, from, from, from the other guys. So. I, I think me and Mitch, though, have a, a lot of the same premiums today. Well, this this one didn't this didn't take much, you know. <laughs> well, I think we have the same premiums today because I think it is a really, really cutthroat, sharp day. I just think that we're at that time of the year, you know, where you get into that November and it's just like, whoa. You'll, you know? you'll hear the guys talking. You'll about, hear. Not, uh, not us guys, but the guys in the forum saying, that, oh, man, I got killed. I got killed year. today, like last week. It was like, you know, because all of a sudden conference play and it's like people start getting their rugs swept out from under them. It's like it's cutthroat in conference play. You got you can't be afraid to uh, to take the not obvious. Speaking about the not obvious Marshall minus 44 against UMass. <laughs> I think Ann gave this one out yesterday. Should we just defer to Ann on this one? <laughs> yeah. What was Ann's pick in this one? Who do you think? I don't know. I would lay the points at Marshall here. I know it's a ton of points. It's just, I don't think they're a team that's going to hold back beating a team's into the ground. And I don't think UMass can offer much resistance. So it's not if their, I had to fit the game, I think Marshall. It's not their MO. Chris? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you can set this total high enough. I, I think this, or, sorry, this spread high enough. I, I think Marshall wins this one by 50. Ron? Yeah, I don't think UMass scores in this game. Uh, Marshall's defense is one of the best, only 9.4 points allowed per game. UMass is going to get crushed. You know, if you're going to if you're going to bet this game, you got to take Marshall. Ron Romanelli swinging around the big data. Rod. <laughs> yeah, give me Marshall here. All right, it's going to be a consensus. Who would win a UMass against Akron game? Nobody. Nobody. We're all losers in that one. I mean, I go the tips would be minus seven, I think. We're all losers. On the scoreboard? No, they'd be a minus seven favorite, I think, Akron against UMass. Just throwing out a dream matchup that I have there. (laughs) One one that you took before bed, if that's going to be a dream matchup. Tom Brady. Mitch, why didn't you approve my entry into the Facebook group? There's only two reasons why people don't get um, accepted into the Facebook group. Number one, if you don't have a real profile, a profile picture and a real profile, like where we can... Everyone in, the pro, everyone in our Facebook group is transparent. I am, you know, everybody is. Like you can go on my Facebook profile and you can see, you know, who all my friends are. You can see everything that I've said. It doesn't mean you can comment and do all those other things, but I don't block your access to it. I'm a real person. And believe me, there's no one in our Facebook group, I think, that has more exposure to the people than I do, right? I mean, I'm out there. I put myself out there. And if you're not willing to put yourself out there, then we don't want you as part of our group. Because everybody else in our group is transparent, real people, and you know has nothing to hide. That's for sure. So if you have something to hide, we don't want you in the group. Also, if you're part of like a handicapper, or, you know something. If your initials up, is CT. You might not be allowed. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that if you're a handicapper, if you have like a, a handicapping thing, you know, or whatever, and you don't think, well, good luck with it. But I'm not going to let you come in our group and spam it. My group isn't to advertise for you guys. My group, you know, have your own group and, and do your own thing. You know, we're not, we're not going to have you in my group so you can spam it. And also, if you've been blocked from any of my other groups, I'm not going to let you in this group because you were blocked for a reason. 
So that's why you wouldn't be allowed in our Facebook group. People with balls only. Speaking of balls, Bittler, Oklahoma versus Kansas. Man, this is normally one where I'd say 38 points looks really, really good to me, and then you kind of look at it again and you say, well, maybe this is the game where Oklahoma kind of says, we're the big badasses, and we had a bad year. Let's take it out on Kansas. You think Les Miles is already in trouble in Kansas, or do you think he needs, you know, he, they give him a couple of recruiting classes? I think they give him a couple of recruiting classes. How often does Kansas get a coach – like Les Miles, the well, come they, to Kansas. They so. had Glenn Mason, and they had what was the guy? The yeah, the guy from Mangino, Notre Dame, the big, big chubby guy, Mangino. One of my favorite, oh. one of my favorite things I've ever seen was they did the Mark Mangino as a Macy's um, Macy's Thanksgiving Day balloon <laughs> bit. That was hilarious, man. The Oklahoma fans did that. I thought it was pretty. I funny. hate to be a McDonald's. <laughs> I hate to be a McDonald's fish fillet, but in this game, I'm going to have to be square and go with Oklahoma. I, I don't think they're shy about beating a team 72 to nothing, and I could see them easily doing it here. So, Chris, me Oklahoma, I'll lay the points. Chris? And Ron's ears perked up when he heard fish fillet. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a square fish. <laughs> um, I, I like Oklahoma as well. I think this one's over by halftime. I think it's 63 nothing. Ron? Yeah, I agree with the guys. I gotta take Oklahoma here. I just Kansas is abysmal. They, Rod, I like Oklahoma. Rod. Yeah, I think you gotta take Oklahoma. Give me Oklahoma. One of my favorite uh, expressions from when I was a kid: Barry Switzer got off the plane in Miami. They asked him the game plan. Gonna hang a half a hundred on him by halftime, and then I'm gonna put the scrubs in. Think that's Do you think they take here. out their Kansas State loss on Kansas here? Maybe today. I don't know. Well, I don't think it. I think that they just take it out on Kansas. Oklahoma, when they're – this is the thing traditionally about Oklahoma is they'll have these run-up-the-score games, and they're shameless about it. They'll act like they, – they'll act like they're playing the 78 Steelers. Penn State used to do that stuff too. They play like Akron and score 70 against them. Act like they're winning the Super Bowl. We've got, uh, I'm trying to do customer service at the same time. Need an assistant. I think Al Nino's would make a great assistant. Handle customer service. This is a very common question that I got from this one. Um, he's saying that he got a three-day trial, which we don't have a three-day trial, but he said he got a three-day trial and received any premium picks. Is there something going on? And the answer is we don't send out picks. You need to log in under the My Picks tab. Yeah, we don't have any trials or coupon codes. Yeah. Either. You could have coupon codes, Bittler, just for <laughs> Brian's picks. Coupon code you win. 20, 20% off. We're overpriced to begin with. It's like, <laughs> I don't understand it. Why don't you just price it right, man? It's like. Coupon code, coupon code trick or treat. Coupon code. We didn't get our pricing right, apparently. I mean, I mean, how hard is this? It's like, I don't know, man. I have zero retail experience. Texas State's playing App State. 
would have liked to. I would have liked to have had this as a premium pick. I don't, but I certainly would have liked to have App State in there, just because it's personal. You know, I don't like Texas State. We saw a lot of Texas State this year, uh, more than I care to ever see again. And it's because there was this, that slow start to the season. You know, where you know conferences they started slow, so we had to watch Texas State. And I'm bitter, man. I'm bitter. I, 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 as a college football fan, I don't want to see that. Brian, uh, for me, I can't go fish fillet in two straight games here. I can't be that. I can't lay all these points with Appalachian State. I love them, but I think Texas State gets a backdoor cover here. Maybe a kick return at the last second. Uh, I'll take the points with Texas State Bobcats. Yeah, App has been terrible on the road against the number we saw it last week. They don't get the calls. That's for sure. They're not gonna. They don't. They have not been getting the calls. The officiating on the road, man. That play last week where the guy. Uh, where the quarterback put the ball down on the ground. The guy from the other team picked up the ball and ran it towards the end zone, and the time and the half expired on the two-yard line. I mean, that, what is that? You never see that. Chris? In Texas State, they hung around with SMU in Boston College, but I, I think uh, I think App State puts a hurting on them here. I think it's 38-7, so I'll go, I'll go App State laying the points. I like App State money line against either of those teams that you mentioned. Ron? Uh, I'm going to take Texas State in the points. Uh, just, just to State stick it to me. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick it to Mitch on this just one. Just because Mitch said it. That's why I'm taking Texas State. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'll score enough to keep it close. Yeah. I think I admit I did it, too. It's okay. We, it's okay. We, we, we can go with four next Saturday. Rod? I, I like Ron. <laughs> now, now I don't want to talk. It's like, uh, I, I got to go Texas State here as well. Uh, I think, uh, as you would say, the, the shop's bad enough, and it's, and it's way past, long gone. It's now at uh, minus, minus 21 and a half. 21. Uh, there's 21s. Minus 21s. Yeah, there's some 21s out there, too. Yeah. But I think it's gone too far uh, against an App State team who was one for ATS. Um, Texas State for me. Yeah, I'm all over App State, like, like white on rice. <laughs> Can't stand Texas State. I, I don't even like the idea of Texas State. I don't like the color of the uniforms. I don't like the uniforms. I don't like the players. Can't I don't like... bet light on like and dislike. You have to I don't care. On. Yes, the I can. The number, can't. you got to bet the number. I don't care. Right. <laughs> I, I'm at that point of the season, and the, and the schedule's big enough that I can, I can take a team on, on spite alone. <laughs> What's your reasoning on this one? 100% spite. spite. <laughs> Mississippi State's taking on Vandy. Brian, this is looks like a real gem. This is kind of like the this is an SEC version of the Oklahoma <laughs> Kansas game. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'm gonna even though this number has dropped about three points almost on the total, I'm gonna go with the under here. Mississippi State's defense got to get better, and uh, Vandy, I don't see him putting up many points. Give me the under here, under 45 and a half. Chris, yeah, I'm on the under as well. I don't see this being a high-scoring game. I'll take the under. Ron, I'll take Mississippi State and I'll lay the points. I think Mike Leach gets a, a statement win here at home. Rod? Yeah, I agree. Mississippi State uh, wins by three touchdowns. They finally get a win. 
I'm going to take Mississippi State. I'm going to like take the over too. I think I think Mississippi State gets the over by themselves in this game. Let's hope. No, they do. They do. <laughs> they they do. Did you see the South Carolina Vandy game? Yeah, hey, I'm not arguing Mississippi State's town. That one was at Vandy. Okay. <laughs> Mississippi State has fans in the stands. They got the cowbells ringing. Speaking about Good. fans, Cincinnati, um, Cincinnati minus thirteen points against Houston. Mm. Man, I really like Cincinnati, but wow, is there a lot, a lot of people on this, and that is just a little too, a little too. I feel like maybe that Romanelli sandwich down there between the puck dogs. He's kind of in the middle seat on the airplane. Can you imagine that row? <laughs> I think this is sharp versus squares in this one for sure. Because the money's about equal, but the bets are way off. Uh, huge small bettors are on Cincinnati and Houston. I've been burned by them this season. This is a team that's gotten me, but uh, I can't resist them at 13 and a half, 13. Uh, I think they keep it within a touchdown with Cincinnati. It's like the line from Scarface. It's like, there's nothing they can do to me. That Castro is not already done. It's like, you just burned me so many times. There's no way they can burn me worse than they've already burned me. <laughs> like the Jets. The Jets. Right. I, I, I kind of see where you're coming from there. I mean, it's just so many people in Cincinnati. Chris? And unfortunately, I'm one of them. I think this is... Cincinnati, you know, they, they've already flattened two really good offenses in SMU and Memphis, and I think they do it here to Houston as well. Ron? Yeah, I got to agree. I like Cincinnati here. Uh, definitely the, the team to beat in the American. I think they win by two touchdowns at least, and that'll get the cover. Rod? Uh, I like Cincinnati as well. Houston may look like uh, they hang around a little bit, hang around a little bit, and then comes near the end of the game and they just go, here we go, and they just implode. I was, oh, I was I early, Cincinnati. I was early on the Cincinnati bandwagon, and now I'm going to be early getting off. I think it's, I think, it, I think I liked Cincinnati in this one. I've liked Cincinnati all season. I liked them at ten and a half. I do not like them at thirteen. I think that's, I think Cincinnati wins this game. I think the penalties get to them, and I don't think they cover. I think that's what's going to happen because too many people are on them. It's like, I like them when they're the unpopular opinion, like against SMU, right? But it's like when they're this when they're this much, right? It's too much love. You can see them up 17, last drive of the game, Houston gets the ball and just goes down. I can't see that. Way. I can see this one being more of a struggle all the way. I don't, Cincinnati's not a team that's going to lay down. They don't do that. They don't lay down and go into the zone. This is a team that knocks your head off in those situations. That's what they've been doing. They've been in that situation a bunch of times this year, and what they've done is they've decapitated the other team's receivers when they try and go over the middle, which is normally wide open at the end of the game because, you know, they, they figure, well, the clock's going to run, right? We let them catch the ball in the middle of the field. We tackle them, and the clock's going to continue to run. But Cincinnati, what they have been doing is decapitating those receivers when they come over the middle of the game. I think it's going to be a lot tighter all the way. I think Houston might have the lead. And I think Cincinnati's going to run on them in the second half is what's going to happen. Florida, Georgia, the cocktail party. Ron Romanelli probably knows a couple people that are probably not too happy. What's the deal with the cocktail party this year? Are they not having fans in the stands? They are having limited number of how are they doing it? I'm not sure. I haven't really heard anything about it. I know um, they're doing a ticket lottery for the home games, but 
uh, they, I think they did a separate ticket lottery for this one. So I think there's going to be a, a few fans, but I think tailgates might not be allowed on the premises. I'm not sure. Just not the same as it always was. This one, of course, the world's Definitely. largest outdoor cocktail party. Georgia versus Florida, they hold this. The stadium is supposedly, you know, exactly the same distance from each of the schools. And, the, I mean, this is the one where you see the pictures of the games and there's a line drawn straight down red and, and, and blue. You know, I mean, this is, this is the one, you know. This is the one that I grew up watching. Georgia, Florida, uh, Bulldogs, three-point favorites in this one. We've seen so, a lot of line movement in this one towards the Gators, most of it. Um, of course, I don't know, man. I can't stand Mullen. I just can't stand him. I never liked him. Um, Brian, dogs and gators. tells you that the Florida Gators are the play here. Uh, but even more than that, I kind of like the over. I think we see a lot of scoring back and forth. And no reason they shouldn't be able to get over 54 and a half. So give me the over. Chris? Yeah, I went back and forth on this one, but I'm still going to stick with Florida. I, I rewatched that Georgia-Kentucky game, and I didn't like how Stetson Bennett looked. And uh, I, I just think Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts are going to connect here again. And, uh, I, I like Florida to get the job done here, so I'll take Florida and the points. Well, Ron's got a little pressure on him here. What do you like? Well, I may get some uh, crap back home, but I'm going to take Georgia, and I'm going to lay the points Wow. Here. And it's a big statement for me. Uh, Florida's defense is just not where it where it needs to be. A uh, nice game against Missouri last week, but I, I just think Georgia is the better team. I, I just don't trust the Florida defense this season. As big of a rivalry as this is, these games are rarely close. Rod? Uh, for me, I'm going to take Florida to win this game uh, outright. Um, there's... there's some injuries here on uh, this Georgia team on defense. Uh, and, and I think that's the issue right there. Uh, and Florida takes advantage of it. Give me, give me Florida outright over Georgia. I love Georgia here by three touchdowns going away. I think that they absolutely slaughter Florida in this game. The talent disparity is, is night and day. Uh, Kirby Smart has had the number one recruiting class in the country the last four years in a row. So depth is a non-issue at Georgia. The biggest problem that Georgia has is the players leaving early and, hit, and hitting the transfer portal because the competition for, for playing time is so stiff at Georgia. These players that you know are going to get a chance to be on the field for the cocktail party Party, man, you expect them to leave it all out on the field. Georgia in a romp, 35-10 range, maybe more. Brian, we got the Illinois versus Minnesota game in the Big Ten. Who do you like? Uh, total went from 60.5 to 64. It sits now. I think the guys that bet the over uh, got in at the right time. But now I think the move is the under. I think you see an improved defense from Minnesota, and Illinois has this problem scoring. So give me the under here. Be sure to hit the like button, everyone. I said it. I always forget to say that. Be sure to smash the like button. Costs you nothing. Takes you half a second. Helps us a ton how does it help us youtube promotes the channels and videos that get the likes chris yeah i, I like illinois and they have potential to win this one outright i minnesota it's hard to believe that this could be this team that you know has more losses than they did all season through three weeks but 
I just don't like Minnesota right now. I'll take I'll take Illinois in the points. Ron. Uh, I'm just I'm not ready to give up on this Minnesota team quite yet. Uh, I think they win this game by double digits, so I'll take uh, Minnesota and lay the seven. Rod. Uh, great, Brian. I like the under here. Give me the under 64. I like Illinois. I got a premium pick on it. Anyways, got uh, UNLV against Fresno State. Brian. Boy, uh, in this one, uh, we've seen what the Mountain West Conference has been this year. One week, a team looks good like Wyoming, or they look bad, then they look good, then they look bad. So Fresno State's look bad, look good. So uh, UNLV's really do at 0-2. Uh, for me, there's going to be a bunch of scoring here, and I see it going easily over the total of 57 and a half. Chris? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Fresno State, laying the points. I just do not like UNLV at all, so give me right. Fresno. I'm going to take uh, UNLV and the points here. I just think uh, the home team, they, they've had two tough games, San Diego State and uh, Nevada, so I, I just like UNLV to bounce back and lose this game but cover the number. Rod? Uh, I like the over. I think we're going to see a uh, whole lot of scoring here. Uh, give me the over 57 and a half. Everyone knows what I hate the most, teams that refuse to tackle, teams that run away from guys with a football in their hand, and Fresno State's really good at that. I'm going to take UNLV on the money line. I agree with Ron Romanelli exactly what he said. Look at the level of competition that uh, that UNLV has played. You know, They played the two best teams, well, two of the better teams, You know, Nevada and um, San Diego State, two heavy hitters. In the Mountain West, Fresno got beat by Hawaii, you know, um, who lost to uh, Wyoming, who lost to Colorado State. So imagine what Colorado State would do to, do to them. Um, anyways. Um, oh, well, let me jump in here quick, Rich. I don't want to jump away. You, I'm going to agree with you guys. I'm going to give it out. UNLV premium here. Play them on the points. Play them on the money line. Yeah. Love you, UNLV today. Love Take them. the Rebels. Love them. Love them. They, this was another one that was on my on my premium list. This was one of the last one. This was the last one that got cut off my premiums. Is it was UNLV. So Penn State up against Maryland. Well, Maryland beat Minnesota at home. Lost to this is I think this is a trophy game, but um, Penn, I forget what trophy it is. But I believe this is a trophy game. We'll have to look it up. Um. Anyways, Penn State, 27-point favorites. This line has just continued to go up and up and up. I guess people went back and watched the film of the Northwestern Maryland game (laughs) to see what Maryland looks like on the road this season. And, you know, we hear this all the time in in the forums and the Facebook group and in the thing. They're going to be really mad. I don't care if they're mad or not, you know. Penn State is probably pretty mad. Brian, what do you think? I think Penn State's probably pretty mad. I mean, I mean, I don't have any problem seeing the Penn State winning this game by four touchdowns. It's not a game I'm running to the window to bet, but if I got it, I'm going to lay the points here at Penn State. I think they get a convincing 35-point win. Yeah, I agree. I think James Franklin's coached his guys up this week, and I 
don't see Penn State going to 0-3 here. I, I see them covering, winning this one by at least 30. So give me, give me Penn State. Ron? Yeah, I think Maryland, uh, their win last week, I think was a fluke. I like Penn State to roll here. Yeah, give me Penn State. Uh, easily win by uh, four touchdowns here. Here's a fun statistic for you. So this is a rivalry game, and they play these teams play all the time, even before Maryland was in the Big Ten and Penn State was in the Big Ten. Penn State is forty-two and one against Maryland, <laughs> 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 including a twenty-four game winning streak. Uh, yeah, um, not, not good. But this is it's considered a rivalry. It's a territorial dispute, is what this is. Um, that's the historical context, and that's why these teams have played so many times. But, um, yeah, the Maryland just generally doesn't hold up well in this one. I think this was the one last year where Penn State, like, went to Maryland, beat them, like, 70, right? And it was, like, it was put Maryland in that whole tail streak, tailspin. All right, here's a good one. That Here's one that was on my list. It wasn't. The final cut down game, but it was in the it was in the last four or five that got cut down off my list. And this game is TCU minus ten against Texas Tech. Brian? Mm. Um for me, I could see a bunch of uh, typical Texas Tech game. I think uh scoring comes in bunches here and I think it easily goes over sixty and a half here. So I'll take the over. Yeah, I agree with Brian again. I, I like the over in this one. I can see this one hitting 63 at least, so I'll take the over. Yeah, I like the over too. I, I think uh, Texas Tech's going to put up a fight, and that should mean the over hits pretty easily. Rod? Uh, give me Texas Tech plus the, plus the points here. Uh, I think they keep it closer than just uh, 9.5. I'm going with Texas Tech, too. I This almost made a premium pick for me. Came very, very close to being a premium pick. Kansas State against Oklahoma State. This line has gone haywire and opened at 9.5. It is up to 14. Um, Kansas State, this is a team that's as inconsistent as it gets. Oklahoma, Mike Gundy teams traditionally all over the map. Um, I don't know. Ryan, KSU, and OSU. Total opened up at 51 points. It's now down to about 48 with the public all over the over, from what I can tell. Uh, for me, I think you see an Oklahoma State defense come to play today, and I think it goes easily under 48. Chris? Man, I've struggled with this game all week. Um, I'll go with Kansas State at home. It's a lean, but I'll go with Kansas State. Ron. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take uh, Kansas State in the points. I just think it's I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'd lean to the under, but uh, I think Kansas State covers. Right. I, I like the under as well. Give me under uh, 48. I think we've got a, a run them grind about low-scoring game. I like the over in this one. I think we're going to see like sort of like last night's game a lot of a lot of long scoring plays. 
like you know of of forty of forty yards or more, you know fifty yard range. I think you have you have you have two teams that traditionally have deficiencies and give up plays like that. The line doesn't scare you at all on that total. Not one bit. I think this thing. This is a Big Twelve game, and those things generally go to the high seventies. You know? Big Twelve is going. I mean, they've improved their defense. Some of these teams. I mean, West Virginia, and I mean, all right. I think maybe some of the offenses aren't as good as they were. You know, I, I think just, you know. Yeah, we'll see. I think Baker Mayfield, and uh, you know. Kyler Murray and some of these other guys are gone, and you know Texas doesn't seem to have the speed on the outside that they've had in the past. I don't know. Florida State and Pitt. Hmm. For me, I think it's a coin flip game. But if I had to bet the game, I'd probably take Florida State. I know they've looked. Uh, uh, there's a team that burned me many times over the years, but I just uh, I like the number here. I like it's I see it at minus one and a half here. Uh, Florida State minus points. Chris, yeah, it looks like Kenny Pickett's out for Pitt, so I'm gonna, I'm going to lean towards Florida State here. I think they uh, they win by a field goal. Ron, yeah, this is what I like to call the leaning tower of Pisa. I, I went I wrote down Pitt. Now I'm on Florida State, so I'll lean Florida State. Right. Uh, give me the over, over 52. I'll go with the under. I think both these teams have the ability to shoot themselves in the foot all day long. That's why you have. This, that's why Ron's leaning back and forth because it's like, <laughs> who's going to beat themselves the least? Speaking about teams that love to beat themselves, we got Western Kentucky up next. Uh, visiting uh, Boca. It's a beautiful day in Boca. Florida Atlantic hosting Western Kentucky. Chris? Uh, R- Brian? Mm. Uh, Western Kentucky 0-6-1 against the spread. I mean, they're due for a cover here, but uh, I don't know if this is going to be the week. Uh, I'm gonna lean towards Florida Atlantic here, minus the points. I just like can't get behind Western Kentucky. Chris, yeah, I'll uh, I'll take the under. I know 38 and a half is tiny, but this feels like a 21 to 10 game. So, in the under, Ron. Yeah, I was big on Western Kentucky heading into the season. I don't think I've ever been more wrong in my life. Uh, Western Kentucky, I don't see them scoring double digits. I'll take the under. It's low for a reason. I'll take FAU in the house. Win by a touchdown. I think you guys might be onto something with that under. I like the way that looks there. I'm going to go Florida Atlantic. I just hate teams that can't tackle. I say the same thing every week. I'm like a broken record on that one. we got Colorado up against UCLA. Speaking about things I hate. Um, Brian, UCLA is six-point favorites or five-point favorites now on the road. Yeah, I'm not willing to lay those kind of points at UCLA on the road. I mean, this is a program that's underachieved year after year, and if I I think this is a field goal game anyway, you slice it. So I'll take the points of Colorado and shot me if they want out. Right. 
Yeah, I'm leaning towards Colorado with the points. I, I think they can win it outright as well. I just think that UCLA's lost too much talent. They've lost a ton of defense, and you know all they really have is that quarterback. And uh, I, I, I'm not a Chip Kelly guy, so I'll take I'll take Colorado on the points. Ron, well, uh, when you look at these uh, first game of the year type of games, you got to look at the depth chart. And I saw on both teams. A lot of underclassmen in the offensive line. I think we're going to see a lot of sacks, a lot of uh, tackle for losses, and that's going to chew the clock. I'll take the under. Rod? Uh, I'll take Colorado. Plus the points. Yeah, I think addition by subtraction, Montez is gone. I'm taking Colorado. Iowa State versus Baylor, Brian. Another Big 12 matchup. Another... Hmm. Big line. Yeah, for me in this one, I think, uh, like I had spoken earlier, I like Iowa State's defense. They've had some iffy games this year, but for the most part, in this one, if I'm going to bet the game, I'm going to lean towards the under. I don't see it again. I wear 47. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna take uh, Baylor in the points. It just feels like a lot, even with a Baylor team that's having a down year. I'll take, uh, I'll take the Bears in the points. Ron? Yeah, I agree with Chris. I'll take Baylor in the points. I think they keep it close on the road. Rod? Yeah, I'm going to go with Baylor as well. Give me Baylor in the points. I'm going to take uh, ISU. I just think that... touchdown game. Uh, I like ISU here. I just think that... Uh, I just think Baylor's just a lot worse than we even thought they were going to be. I mean, it's just, you know... I expected bigger things out of Baylor, right? You know, returning quarterback and all that stuff, and it's like just haven't held up you know it's like i really don't i really didn't like the way they looked against texas to be honest with you i'm gonna hold that against them got uh south carolina up against texas a&m this one in columbia brian oh i think uh this i think i'm gonna go with texas a&m here uh lines going up uh people like in South Carolina on the other side. It's not a game I'm going to be betting more than 50 bucks, but uh, give me the Aggies here. I think they win it by 10. If I'm betting 50 bucks, I'm not betting football games, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that on like, you know, I don't know, on the roulette wheel or something. Chris, and just, you know, it doesn't matter. It's like whatever anyone bets on a game, whether you bet five bucks, whether you bet, you know, 5,000, or it really doesn't matter. It's, you know, yeah. it's all relative. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to take South Carolina. I think they've uh, been playing a lot of close games lately. I think they're due for another uh, close game, possibly even an outright win. I just, I'm, I'm not fond of Texas A&M. I'll take uh, the Gamecocks. Ron? Yep, I'm going to take South Carolina. I think their offense is going to do enough to catch a cover here. Ten points is a lot at home, so I'll take South Carolina. I absolutely played high school football. I could show you pictures. Blame me. I absolutely played. Mitch, Mitch wore the leather helmet. No, I didn't wear the leather helmet, but I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely played. What did you take, Ron? South Carolina? Yep, South Carolina. Rod? Uh, yeah, give me South Carolina here as well. Uh, too many points. I'm on South Carolina as well. I just think... Uh, Jimbo Fisher is a guy I like to bet against. I like Spiller though. I think he's I think he's a pretty exciting running back. I think he's got a very very good future if you're a fantasy football player, which I'm not. That's a guy you want to circle um, for next year for your fantasy football um, 
Um, we've got uh, Oregon versus Stanford. Oregon 10-point favorites in this one. This line's been all over the map. Hmm. Uh, for me, I'm going to lay the points with Oregon here. I think they come out and get a convincing statement win against a team they don't really like too much in Stanford. I'll take the Ducks. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Oregon as well. I think this Ducks team is really well coached under Mario Cristobal. And, and I just think Stanford cost me a lot last year. They burned me a lot of times. So I, I like the Ducks here by at least two touchdowns. Right. Yeah, I agree. I like Oregon. I'll lay the points. I think they win by two touchdowns. Exactly. Right. Uh, I'm going to take the under 51 and a half. I think first game. I think it's going to take a bit for Oregon to gel and get things going before they uh, start. I forgot. I think they blow them out second half. But uh, give me the under. It'll be a slow start. I like Oregon a lot in this one. Got Notre Dame up against Clemson. I like as, as much as you can like a team, you know, in the, that hasn't played yet this season. I like Oregon a lot in that one. Notre Dame plus five and a half against Clemson. Brian? Mm, Clemson's got the better athletes here, uh, but this isn't a game I'm rushing to bet. Uh, I like the Irish at home. It means everything to for them. Uh, I think they keep it within a field goal. It's a big game. Gonna go with Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm still gonna lay the points with Clemson. I just think that you know you, you don't become the even with Lawrence out, you don't become the the backup on the best team in the country if you don't have anything going for you. So I think uh, you still got Etienne, you got the receivers, and you got that defense. I, I like Clemson winning by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I agree. I like Clemson here on the road. That this is not a game I. I bet this is a game I'd watch. It's going to be a good one. Even without Lawrence, I think the talent level on defense and offense is just too much for Notre Dame to take on. So I'll take Clemson. Rod? I'll take uh, Notre Dame on the money line here. Uh, I think they got a shot to outright beat Clemson here today. I like Clemson by about 150 in this one. I think it's not. I mean, we've seen Notre Dame against teams uh, that are, you know, just totally so much better than them. And they never hold up. Never. The only time they, they do hold, they do at home generally have a little bit better performances than, you know, than they do in the college football playoff where they lost to Clemson, what was it, 635 to three or something like that. And the game at Miami a couple of years ago when they played against a ranked team. But Notre Dame, I mean, this is a team that beat Louisville 12 to seven. You score 12 points against Louisville, you are dead, dead, re-dead, and dead again in this one. This is the alternative line. If you're, if you're taking Clemson, just whatever. You know, this is one where Herb Street, like in the second half, is just looking for material. I'm t- this, well, it's actually on NBC, right? So it's going to be even worse. It's going to be even worse. going to be real bad. I think Rod's on to something. I think, I, I think you guys are nuts, man. The under might be a good play, too. No, no chance. Clemson's going to score on every freaking play, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Notre Dame's – They do not have the athletes to go with Clemson. They don't have the athletes. They never have. Look at, look at, look at, look at Notre Dame's last 20 games. Look at Brian Kelly's career record against teams ranked in the top five. Look at his career record. 
against teams ranked in the top five. Go all the way back to Cincinnati when they played the Gators and the Sugar. Yeah, housed. I mean, it's 75 to nothing, right? Tim Tebow's last game at Florida. It was like, you want to talk about a bad day. <laughs> it's like, not only, it's like, not only are you, you know, you guys have to play the Gators and the Sugar Bowl. It's Tim Tebow's last college game. It's like, <laughs> I mean, just horrific. Then they they make, they put, then they decide, right, we'll go to Miami. We'll make you a favorite <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the initial year of the turnover chain. Same quarterback that they got now, right? Same guy. It's like, Miami's got the turnover chain. What did they, they were just swinging it around. It was like, they wouldn't even, they couldn't even put it away because, I mean, it was just out the whole time. And that's what's going to happen here. It's going to be. I think they've had this circle ball. All statistics schedule came it out. Do, it, 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 it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. It absolutely doesn't matter. The talent disparity is just apples and oranges. It's a blowout. I think it's a field goal game. But. Yeah. 28 field goals to zero, and it's going to be bad. <laughs> what was the score of the last time they played last year? Was it last year or two years ago? Uh, was, years ago. Yeah, two years ago or something. Let's see what it was. It was. I know it was like 68 to nothing. Let's see. It was. <laughs> it wasn't 68 to nothing. I didn't, I didn't think it was. It was, like fine. It was 67 to nothing. No, no, it was um, it was thirty to three in that one. So I think you're a closet Clemson fan. I think it's a problem. Thirty. It was it was thirty to three, and I can honestly tell you, the game wasn't even that close. The game was not even that close. It was like it was a shellacking, and it, I, I don't see how this one isn't either. You know, it's like it's going to be a shellacking. Dabo Swinney. They, they showed a couple. I think. I week. think. I think Dabo Swinney kind of gets a. Uh, he kind of gets people get the wrong message about this guy. He's an ass kicker from start to finish. He's coaching till the final second. This is not a take a knee team. This is, they punched it in. They, the last game they punched it in right with the backup quarterback. Like sixteen seconds, ass slapping, acting like they just won the national championship. You know, Dabo Swinney well, plays everybody on the roster. So every it's kind of like the old Jimmy Johnson teams. If you show up for practice, you're going to play in the games, whether you're the high school All-American, which they got a ton of them, or whether you're, whether you're a walk-on, like Kirk Herbstreit's kids play on that team, and they play. They're walk-ons. Trust me. They're going to crush them. Take it to the bank. Don't don't be sucked in. Anyways, Rutgers, Ohio State. I think Ohio State kicks Rutgers' butts today. I, I like Shiano, the coach of Rutgers, and I backed him week one, but I just think Ohio State's on a mission here to put up as many points as they can every week. So I'll take the Buckeyes, play the points. Chris. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the points with Ohio State too. I I was on Rutgers earlier in the week, but I just think there's too much going for Ohio State here. 
Rob. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the points with Rutgers. I just think they score enough to keep it closer, but it's Ohio State's going to roll, but I think they might get a backdoor cover here. I'm going to go with Ron. Give me uh, Rutgers plus the 39 points. I think Ohio wins this game, but not by that many. I think I'm with you guys on Rutgers. I've gone back and forth on this game. I have. I could see I could if it's a blowout for Ohio State, I'm not surprised. If Rutgers somehow keeps it close, like Shiano frustrates them with some defensive strategy, I'm not surprised. So it's one of those games. So getting that many points, take a shot. I mean, I'm not betting that thing. It's a Brian special. Fifty bucks on Rutgers. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'll put fifty bucks of Bittler's money on Rutgers. I'll take my fifty bucks and get a couple lobster tails or something. We'll take uh, Arkansas here plus one against Tennessee. This line has kind of moved back and forth, right? I still don't yeah. understand the reasoning on Notre Dame. I would love to hear you guys like and hear how you get there. I just don't see it. I mean, they struck a little bit last week. I mean, Clemson didn't look like buck kickers last week. They almost lost that game outright. What was the score? 34-28 Clemson, I believe. Final? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, and it took them a complete butt whooping in the second half to get there, so. But you said, so, but you forgive Notre Dame on the twelve-seven Louisville game. I mean, Louisville has given up, you know, seventy points a game at full strength. At full strength, you 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 forgive them for that. That's where like, that's where I'm, not a that's where I'm lost. I just like Notre Dame today. I don't know. All right, Arkansas, Tennessee. I had Tennessee written down early in the week, and now it's just. Aline, I just worry about the way this line looks. I think the Volunteers have more talent than Arkansas, but Arkansas has played the better season. So, tiny lean to Tennessee. Chris, yeah, I'm I'm on Arkansas here. I, mean, I just like the way they they've looked so far this season, and yeah, I, there's no reason for me to hop off now. I, in a coin flip game, I like Arkansas. Run. Yeah, I like Arkansas at home. I think uh, I think they'll pull out a win here, Felipe, and uh, take the one point. Just I take them on the money line. Rod. Yeah, I like Arkansas at home here. Give me Arkansas money line um, to beat Tennessee. Tennessee for me, it's a lean at best. I tried to get there on this game. I I went back and forth on this thing. I tried to get there both ways, and I just couldn't get there. And I could see why the line is where it is because no one can figure this thing out. And it's gone back and forth one and two, and, you know, it's bounced all over. And I can see exactly why it is because I tried to handicap this thing, and I couldn't. I tried to make a case either way, and I, I ended up right at even, you know. So I think maybe getting the point, Arkansas, but I don't even, I don't know. I, I can't get there. Couldn't get there. Oh, Coastal Carolina taking on uh, South Alabama, 17 and a half to get the hook in here. Ryan? I love Coastal Carolina, but if it's 17 and a half, I got to go with South Alabama. Just too much money on Coastal Carolina. I just don't see them getting it done and covering. The books aren't giving away money, so I'll take the Jags. Chris? I'm starting to wonder if I may be a little bit too late to jump off a coastal, but 
until it, it's not paying, I'm going to take Coastal Carolina here. I think they win this one by three touchdowns. Better performance than what they had against Georgia State. Ron, teal turf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take Coastal Carolina. I'm just going to ride the train until the wheels come off. So I'll take Coastal and lay Rod, the points. Rod, don't adjust your set. The turf is teal. It is teal. It's teal. It is. It's teal. Teal and gold. You just don't see that color combination too often. College football. Very fancy. And I, you got, I, you got to take Coastal Carolina here. Uh, give me Coastal Carolina. And I know the the world and everybody's on them. And uh, South Alabama is not that good. I don't see them hanging at all. Give me Coastal Carolina. I like the over. Seen some high scores in the Coastal games. I could see this one happening too. We got OSU against uh, Oregon State OSU. Minus three and a total line flip-flop against Washington State. Wazoo versus Oregon State. We got Cougars and Beavers, Brian. Well, I like Beavers. I like Beaver. Uh, but in this game, there's just too much on Oregon State. I can't back Washington State, so I'm going to look at the total. And for me, I think it goes over the 63 and a half. I think we see a ton of scoring, so I'll back the over. Chris? <laughs> Cougars and Beavers sounds like a good Saturday night. Um, I'll take uh, I'll take uh, Oregon State. I busted. Tried to be all cool. <laughs> Got totally busted. <laughs> She, she, all, of a, all of a sudden, she picked up a lamp and might start and might throw it across the room. <laughs> it's like it was like the look of horror. It's like I thought it was good. <laughs> it's like that's okay, a, and, and we'll, a knife has now come out of the kitchen. Okay, um, we'll file that one under bits with it, com, comedy's all about timing. <laughs> that was not the time. No. I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, dig up, stupid. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take Oregon State here. Uh, I like. I just this line's flipped for a reason. I think Washington State's defense is brutal. So give me, uh, give me Oregon State. Ron. Yep, I agree. I'm gonna take Oregon State. Uh, I think they get the job done at home. I do think I would lean to the over as well, but I'll take Oregon State. Rod. Uh, give me the over. There's only the Washington. Everybody's on Oregon. Everybody wants some beaver to, on Saturday, I guess, eh? I, I can understand why you look at the thing. Washington State's got a lot of turnover and stuff, but uh, give me the Cougars. I actually, never mind. Give me the Cougars on the money line. I'm going to take Washington money line. Oh, I have to, not have to change the, the tape. I had already put it in. Sorry. It's all right. I'll take Oregon State, man. I just think that they're, they're the better team. I could I could see where Rod is. You know, I could I could get there with Washington State. Not a premium pick for me, you know, on this one. I, Nick Rolovich is a great coach. It's just I don't know if, you know, he's had enough. Well, you know, it's his first game with them. So it's like I saw what he did at Hawaii, and I saw what he did with teams that had rough starts to the season at Hawaii, you know, as well. 
and he is a good coach, and he's he is way worth this Washington State job. And I could see him being another. So Washington State coaches in the past, right? Let's look at the Washington State coaches, and I know we only got a second here before kickoff. But I just want to say this: when you look at Washington State coaches of the past, Dennis Erickson ended up with the Miami job. Mike Price got the Alabama job. You know, he never coached at Alabama. That's the whole hooker scandal, right? And then you had, um, you know, Mike Leach went to the went to the went to the SEC also at Mississippi State. I think Rolovich is one is is in line. I think he's one of these guys that could leave Washington State for a really really big job someday. Um, anyways, we got one last game. Speaking of Hawaii, the Bows, their first home game of the season. It is about six million degrees uh, right now in Hawaii. Um, Fourteen point favorites against New Mexico coming in from the altitude. Chris, uh, Brian, Lobos are. Uh... <clears throat> I had Hawaii written down as a when they were minus fifteen and a half as a premium, but I backed off of them yesterday. Now I see it's at fourteen. Late money coming in New Mexico. I'm going to go with the Lobos here plus the fourteen. Chris. And go on the over. I think this is a high-scoring game. I'll take the over in this one. Ron? Yeah, I love the over here. Both teams don't usually play defense, especially in New Mexico. A high-scoring game here. Rod? Give me Hawaii. Give me the Rainbows to bounce back after their loss. Back at home. Get the win. All right. I'm 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 not as brave as uh, Romanelli rooting against the home team. I'm going to go with Hawaii. <laughs> I, I know better. I'm going to take the Bows. Um you know, just because they're the home team, and uh, I've, you know, I, I, it's a tough, it's a tough travel to to Hawaii for a team like New Mexico. It's a tough, tough road trip. So I'm going to go with Hawaii as well. Well, that wraps up today's show. Thanks everyone for joining us. It's kickoff, so I know everyone's taking off at this time. Anyway, be sure to hit the thumbs up button. Be sure to subscribe to our channel, and uh, of course, tell your friends, neighbors, and everything. Have a great day, everyone. We'll try and act more professional tomorrow. I might come back in like an hour or so and uh, just talk about nothing. Have a great day.